0: Hey guys, what's going on? This is your girl, Model E. Hey, thank you for tuning in to another bi-weekly episode. It is the holiday season. Today is Christmas. So when you hear this podcast, it is finally Christmas. This is what I've been waiting for. If you guys that's on social media and... You see, all I talk about is the holidays. Starting from Thanksgiving, it is my favorite time of the year. And you know why? It's because it's time to celebrate with my family, with my friends, with everyone whom I love. And it's just a wonderful time. And I also understand that the holidays can be very stressful because we may have loved ones who have left emotionally, you know? And when I say emotionally, it's things happen in life and we get lost, we fall by the wayside. And a lot of times we cannot help, there isn't anything we can do. And that's why when you can't do no more, you put it into the Lord's hand and you tell him to take the wheel because you have done all you can do. So when you see someone fall by the wayside and you try your best and you feel like you're just not getting through to them, just know you have done all you can and just let God take care of it. That's all we can do. So Merry Christmas everyone. I'm gonna keep this episode very short, sweet and simple. Uh, of course, this is another solo dolo. And um, I just want to, you know, let you guys know that it's the holidays and to be safe. But at the same time, have fun with your loved ones. I'm going to give you guys another end year review. Normally around this time, the be- you know, before the beginning of a new year, I try to give you guys my overall experience of what I have seen within me within this podcasting world also with others whom have grown in this podcasting world and just know you know the benefits of it you know there are pros there are cons because you know I come in contact with a lot of people and they say I want to do a podcast man that sounds fun Yes, it is fun, but what most people don't know is that it's a lot of work into it. I'm just one of the lucky ones who have a partner that showed this to me because this is not something that I've always wanted to do. This is not nothing that I said, oh man, I wanna do a podcast. No, I've never wanted to do a podcast. And I've never wanted to be in the forefront of it like how I am now with my own podcast. Because I consider myself to be an introvert. And as many of you out there will probably say, come on Erica, come on E, don't do that to us. You are not an introvert. But let me tell y'all a little secret. I'm a very shy person. And doing this podcast has shown me a lot about myself. And the way that I get over my shyness and talking out in public is I I be funny with it, you know? I tell little jokes, you know, I make people laugh. And by me just talking a whole lot, it also helps me in this game. And I call this a game because the podcasting is a game. You know, I've been doing this podcast I want to say for a little over two years now And Just to say over two years It really means a lot to me And I know that it means a lot to my audience I have seen my audience grow I have came in contact with so many great people And I am very much obliged To have you all in my circle and in my life. You know, I get on Twitter and I said, you know, my Twitter friends, my Twitter brothers and sisters, they are the bomb. I really love y'all. I really mean that from the heart. Because you guys are the one that support. People who I know, who are my family, who's supposed to be my friends, don't support me the way that you guys support. So, us Twitter community we have a family this is what we do because we all have to stick together because this is not easy i have seen many people come and i have seen many people go just as simple as that and i know that you have seen it as well now like i say i want to take this time and i want to reflect you know on 2019 And 2019 has been very great to me. I have grown a lot. I have started to do different things within my podcast that I have never imagined doing. Um, A lot of you guys out there are just creative and I love seeing that. And um, I'm going to give you guys some podcasts out there to listen to who I think that are very dope And who is really taking this podcasting to another level? Because us as indie podcasters, we have to go above and beyond the normal because we don't have anyone to back us. We, a lot of us don't have real sponsors. So we got to go over and beyond to do what we have to do in order to make it. But what I want to talk to you guys is that There are people out there in social media who are looking at us. And we see in the news all the time about podcasters. They are the big thing now. There are such and such numbers of podcasters out there and they want to take our podcast and they want to make money off us. But what about us getting some of that money? We provide the content. We just need someone to help provide that platform, back us, you know, just let people know that we exist, we can do things that the big podcasters do as well, you know, we can do it, and I know we can do it because <laughs> we've done, done it a number of times, and we have shown that the podcasters, the indie podcasters... I think some of us are better than the real podcast The big podcast out there to be honest You know And I'm not just boosting you guys head up I'm, I'm going from experience From what I've seen And there's a lot of great podcasts out there And like I say I'm going to name some of them later on But what I really wanted to talk about Was that um, I believe that we will definitely Benefit monetarily You know like the big podcasts out there Because it's our time So what I'm telling you guys Is to let's stay steadfast Let's keep positive And let's just keep having fun Because doing this podcast Is a lot like cooking For a lot of you who love to cook You know that If you put love and happiness And smile into your stirring It comes out perfect doesn't it but the minute you go into that kitchen with this negative attitude, it's not going to come out right. This is the same thing with podcasts. You have to have a positive energy, you have to be able to focus, and you have to be able to be creative. I am by far the most creative person on this podcast thing, you know? So. A lot of us, you know, we get together and we collaborate on different ideas. And I love that. That's what we're here for. And, um, and when I say that, I really don't have a creative bone in my body. Like, I am not an artist. I am not good at drawing. <laughs> um, I wanted to be a model. But I was too much of an introvert to be successful at that. I did went out the way and try out for America's Next Top Model a few years ago. I actually went to one casting call, and then the second time I actually sent in a video. Um, I have not got a call, but I think I probably know the reason why. It's because I wasn't as steadfast as I should, and it was something that I really wanted but I didn't fight hard enough for it. And so from that I realized if it's something that you want, you have to go out there and get it. Just simple as that. You can't let nothing hold you back. You have to do what you gotta do in order to be successful. So that's why I call myself Model E because I have people every day that I come in contact with telling me, you should be a model. You should be walking on the runway. You should be on the cover of a magazine. And it makes me feel good when I hear people tell me that because in actuality, I am a model. I'm my own model, but things just happen. I'm turning into a different way. And I'm also thinking of some other things. So who knows, you might see me one day on something. So just keep an eye out for your girl, Model E. (laughs) But yes, but I know podcasting is hard. Don't give up. Another thing I believe in is that when people come to me and they say, oh, Erica, how did you start this podcast? I give them basic information of how to start the podcast because I want to make sure that they are serious about this. And I don't want to take all my hard effort, all my online researching of trying to figure out how to do this the correct way. And then I take all that information and I give it to you and you're just playing with it, you know? It's not fair to me and it's not fair to you. And it's not fair to the audience that you may have created that you're gonna quit on them. And that's another thing, quitting. I started this podcast two years ago with a lot of people and I say about 30% of them are gone they're depleted they're obsolete no existence They've, they're they gone like how the dinosaurs are no longer in this world and I don't understand it you know they had a great audience of people they had great content but I know a lot of the reasons is that When you have more than one person on a podcast, it's time involved. You know, we're all busy today. We all may have jobs. We may have kids. We have a family. And we just have things that we do. And you have to find time in order to do a podcast because some people have in their mind, oh, this is just something that I do. I'm not making no money for it. Therefore, I'm not going to be exclusive to it. But you can't think like that. Once you start thinking like that. Then you will never have no. Exclusiveness to it. You will never. Make any money from it. And now don't get me wrong. It's a lot of people that do podcasts. Because they love it. Because they enjoy doing it. But I am here. Model E. The E and Friends podcast. Is here to let women know. That. They're not alone. That you can say whatever you wanna say. You can ask whatever questions you wanna ask. And you are not, you will not be judged on it. That is my goal for the Eating Friends Podcast. I'm all about women, black women becoming stronger. I want us to be able to come together Talk about whatever we need to talk about. Let the world know that this is how we feel. And this is what happens between us as a woman. And men, I always say that I have something for you too. Because a lot of things that you don't understand about women. And we are here to give you that. Alright? So, um, with that being said... Don't fall by the wayside Continue with your podcast Because believe it or not When you think that there is no one out there Listening to you There is someone listening to you And as of today You know There are a lot of people Out there who is thinking about Taking these independent podcasts And making money And I have a feeling that it is going to be a breakthrough for us. So we have to continue on with this journey and keep being creative. And I want to give some thank yous out through some of my favorite podcasts. That's my podcast that I know I can depend on. They have been there since day one I started podcasting. And you know, I feel like they're our family to me. They're all my brothers and they are my sisters. So if you guys out there and you listen to this podcast, I appreciate you. I appreciate all the conversations. I appreciate the invitation to the the podcast, groups, and meetups that you guys have. And in the future I do have plans to attend. I'm just not able to do it at this moment. But I will. I had plans to pod with my fellow potters. Now this is in no particular order. But I just want to say thank you. And I enjoy your messages on your podcast. I want to give a shout out to the 12 Kyle Podcast. I want to give a shout out to Speak Between the Lines. They're a group of funny guys. The Blackmail Podcast. What We gonna Do Pod The Shiznit Show We Did That Shit Podcast Mocha Minutes Podcast Scoop Grady Podcast Black Law Podcast And I'm sorry Oversat The Podcast I can't forget those guys Ralph and John But uh, make sure that you check out those pods Oh and the X and Y show It's a lot of show that If I sit here and I name all these shows and this podcast Will never happen an ending I'm sorry if I didn't call Your name out on the podcast Don't hate me Don't stab me I still love you But these are some great pods that I think you guys should listen to Each of them are different Um They, they have a different background And um some of them is funny, some of them is serious, but a lot of times they're funny and it, it keeps your day going. So, um, thank you for your messages. And uh, oh, and I'm sorry, and I can't forget CO Hayes. I can't forget, um, he is doing a whole lot of podcasts right now, and I just can't keep up with him anymore. He's, he's doing his thing over there. <laughs> So yes, guys, so as 2019 wraps up, let's go ahead and um, take some time to reflect. You know, and it don't have to be about this podcast. It can be about in your current everyday life because we all have goals that we want to accomplish. I know I do. And you know, every year we said the following year is going to be better. And it does. It does get better. But I am definitely making 2020 my year because 2019 has started a lot of shit that i'm loving and i'm feeling and 2020 is gonna bring it on out i promise i know it and i feel it it's coming so you know how you could just feel your time i feel my time and i know a lot of things is going to change so um just keep positive, and I know it's hard. It is very hard. Trust me, I know. But I am going to add um, some snippets of my past episodes for you guys. I'm going to attach it to um, after my speech, <laughs> and just you know let you guys just reflect back on things that you heard throughout the year, and um, in case you forgot. And also remember to tell a friend about the E Friends podcast Especially if you're a woman um, Tell them because that's what we're about You know, we have a lot of fun and we talk about a lot of things And also when I'm doing my solo dolo It gives you that peace of mind with Model E Like, okay, we got Erica by herself We know what's going to go down You know, versus when I have the girls, you don't know what's going to go down. So um, you you get that little bit more of intimacy with your girl, Model E. So make sure you check out the podcast. Um, I am also on YouTube. Check me out at Erica Model E Jones on YouTube. And um, on Instagram at E and Friends Pod. On Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the N and now I'm going to give you a couple of snippets of my past episodes so guys enjoy your holiday and have a merry merry Christmas and a happy new year from your girl model E
1: e and friends podcast e and friends. So
0: that sucks. nobody wins yeah. and the main person besides the kid that suffers is the man yeah so that's yeah. That yeah. it's hard being black man it yeah. is too and definitely a black it man it's very hard yeah it is yeah because it, it does seem like the system tries to you know even as a woman me being black it seems like the system is always trying to keep you down every time you turn around it's always something yeah. right so it definitely for a man they are more harder on a man yeah. than and, you know
2: Crazy. White people
0: not get out of That they happen to them boy. The new
2: yeah. wife and the old white about to be BFFs. The kids about to be having sleepovers. They be at the table, wine drinking mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. No soccer game. soccer game, yeah. They team Yo. are what they
0: call it. We teaming this. White mm-hmm. people, they be at the
2: game. Like, she
0: she don't mind. talk to her. Yeah. Talk mm-hmm. I'm right. she she to her. She can see my son. I know, Who she thinks she is. Yeah. Just the typical Actually, angry black Actually, Yeah. But yeah. well, do y'all think we're all angry all the time or we're just upset at something else in this situation? Like, are we really angry? Like, we meet another man or something and, you know, and he says, oh man, you black women are just better. Like, yeah. And it could be because it's unfinished business and they take it personal a lot of them take it personal so when they meet the next man they just be like oh well if I was this, then they, relationship. Relationship. And this to come, they need to stop comparing the other black man yeah that's they another do. thing
2: yeah,
0: yeah. that's, that's, that that's true because everybody's not the same
2: they're not
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah alright well let's talk about some laws passing oh, I don't know have <laughs> y'all heard about it but I don't Crystal you have a child you know I have kids as well and they were talking about um, Trump was supposed to pass this law for ending Trump. Have you heard that? I have not. <laughs> Ooh. Interesting. Right. Very interesting. Okay, well, it was supposed to be the beginning of 2018 where. Um, Congress voted on a bill that could change the world. It said that child support claims have said to come to an end and many officials are not happy about it. Um, it says Trump says that he claims he will no longer for any part of parent to pay child support. Do you guys think this is true or not true? It
2: makes zero sense. Like the, my daughter's dad and I, he and I actually have an agreement where he just, like he's like she's with him now. He has her every weekend. He buys her this, buys her that, does everything. He even takes her to get her hair done. So I don't have him officially on child support because we have a yeah, you know, agreement among ourselves. Yeah. Which I agree, uh, which I think it should be, it should be able, I guess, I don't know. I think every parent should strive to be able to do that, especially when co-parenting. Yeah. But for those people like we were just talking about before, that they're bitter, yeah. mean, mad, don't get along, child support is might be a necessity or else that dude is just gonna be out doing whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah, and she's struggling with the kids by herself. Yeah, yeah. And there's she has nothing to help her mm-hmm. to collect what he should be giving her for those kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's just out there living his life, having a good old time, making even more babies. And she's struggling
0: with their yeah. kids. With That's no
2: sports. They have not a worry.
0: No, not not of y'all right. yes, That's what we need for That's what we
2: <clears stuff>. talk. <throat>
0: I'm not a fan of transport, mm-hmm. I get it helps those that may, you know, those that may not be able to get their jobs, they can't, they can't. but I feel like that is another version of forcing somebody to be a daddy that doesn't want to be a daddy, so it's kind of like you looking for an extra paycheck when I know you probably don't want to do it, go yeah. so get another job know find something that's cheaper see network with people that are going to be there with you And it's kind of like you know that if he doesn't want to pay he doesn't want to pay you, you shouldn't have to force somebody to do something that you don't want them to do yeah. now granted for those they you know, work at agreement out and they may want to have that agree- agreement agreement mm-hmm. and write them through the court to protect themselves that's fine but you know i feel like for you to just Take it upon yourself and just go straight to the court. So I'm playing chessball. It's like you forcing him to do something that he doesn't want really to do. So just let him go. It might be hard. If you struggle. It is. It's like getting your credit back together. Mm-hmm. Might be shot, yeah. but yeah, it's a struggle. You got to work for yeah, it. Yeah, you got to work for it. And then it's yeah. like you also teaching and showing. It's all about example. You teaching, showing him or her what it's like to get it on your own. Don't want for nothing. Don't ask for nothing. Don't beg for nothing. Just go out there and you go get it. But I, I don't have kids, and I may not know the full purpose of it. <laughs> But I'm not 100% for yeah. Jasmine. I just don't fight my last resort. I'm sorry. I, I'm kind of in between what you're saying and what Crystal is saying. Yeah. Because for me, this is how I feel. I always say, you know, God forbid something between me and my husband. I'm not going to put him on Jocelyn. I'm not going to do it. I'm hoping that me and him can work towards an agreement right. to say, hey, we got these kids together. Let's come together and let's take care of them as if you know we were together. Right, right. You know, and if push come to shove, he just you know say fuck it, which I don't think he would. You know, the kids being half grown now, why would you do that now? I'm not gonna put them on child support because I'm not gonna make somebody take care of a kid that they don't want. Right. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. So. But also, you know, your team, and I know y'all gonna mutually work that out together. Mm-hmm. But also in that team, you never know what's gonna happen between both of y'all. Mm-hmm. So somebody, if not both of y'all, gotta be doing more than above yeah. average. Like yeah. you know, don't just say I'm gonna do 50 and he's gonna do fifty and that's it. Nah, if yeah. you do hundred, you do hundred. So I'm gonna happen to him, something's gonna happen to you. Mm-hmm. I gotta stress about it, you ain't gotta worry about it. Yeah. I got it. So this whole little child support thing. <laughs> It's it's, it's very difficult, you know. And then, again, it goes to what some of the moms that is getting child support, what they do with the money. You know, like,
1: is it necessary? Is it not
0: necessary? You know, so um, some of the stuff that they say that what the child support is supposed to be is, it's supposed to be used on general household expenses such as food, Mm -hmm. rent, or mortgage, utilities, and so on to maintain a safe and decent home for the child. Which is true because the person, the, the child does have to live in his home. So, yeah, you can help it to pay the mortgage, you know, keep the lights on, you know, keep food in their stomach. Um, Another appropriate use of child support is for school supplies.
1: You know, school e and friends. E and friends. Okay, your girlfriend,
0: your wife, mm-hmm. even down to your child. Like that woman did um, last year. Um, she was messing with this married guy. And she... What well, I think she went to Instagram or something like that and show his child his private pictures, his private parts. Okay, team too much. Yeah, Mm-mm. that's what she <laughs> did. That's what she no. did. Mm-hmm. No. no, you got to be careful out here. You definitely got to be careful. But I will, I will say this too: being single, I won't say go look for a bae at work if you're single. Yeah, but I will say that you know sometimes you may find their husband at work. I'm just mm-hmm. saying they don't have to be friends with benefits. Exactly. But saying you know. Keep keep things open. Be mindful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cause you know, when you go to a job, they always tell you don't get into no sex relationship with anyone. You right. know, cause that can destroy you know your business and whatever. Mm-hmm. And which it is true. Yeah, it is true. You know, so I mean, I, I have done it in the past. I have had me a work day. Mm-hmm. So we it, it happens. Just like you <laughs> say, you every day you are with this person every day. Yeah. And that person doesn't make it any easier. Mm-hmm. They're going to continue to try and try and try. Yeah, no matter how hard you try, yeah, they gonna try. You know, I like, mean, you could be having an argument with your husband that morning, mm-hmm. and you go to work. Ugh, it's a, he's a he go to work, right baby, here. asking oh. me how I'm doing. Exactly, Dang. exactly. Okay. I'm pouring. you trying to go to Lambo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need to get some things off my chest. Um, exactly. Can i talk yeah. to you. And of course, he's going to be that shoulder to cry. On. Mm-hmm. He's right there waiting. Mm-hmm. He don't give a damn. No, he don't. He don't. And, and it's to his advantage. So mm-hmm.
1: please exactly. be careful with he's, the work. He
0: ain't going to get something out the deal, believe <laughs> it or not. All right. So I got these issues with um, public bathrooms, right? Um, so I just want to see if anybody else out there that has the same issues I have. Mm-hmm. Here in America, you go into the bathroom stalls, and it has the cracks in between the stalls. Right. So, of course, people coming out of the bathroom and in the bathroom can see, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Now, what made me brought this up is because um, when Lidl... Have you been to Lidl yet? The grocery store? The new I have. Store? I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. When Lidl first opened up, I went in there, and the baby had to use the bathroom, so I took him in the bathroom. Okay. Honey, I went in there. That bathroom was nice. It was closed. Okay. It was private. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because you know, Lito was a was it like Germany? I think they're like Germany or yeah, something like yeah.
1: that.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, and I was like, well, why can't the United States just was the doors close up all stuff? the way from the top to the bottom? It was. Okay. It had a little. Foot crack at the bottom. Okay. It wasn't. So you definitely have some privacy. Salt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was privacy. Okay. And I had like that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna ask that question. I'm see if anybody else out there like me. Like So that. <clears throat> my job, their bathrooms mm-hmm. are like that, mm-hmm. where you have the doors that come all the way from the top to the bottom. Okay. So you can mm-hmm. definitely go in there and take your break and get on your phone. <laughs> okay. You can do that. Mm-hmm. But I do not like using public bathrooms. Like. I call them the ass gaskets. Yeah. Where you put the little plastic down <laughs> yeah. and you sit on look, that's what you call the ass gaskets. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't like I don't like using public bathrooms. If I can go home, yeah, baby, I will go home. Yeah. Kids, mm-hmm. look, groceries in their basket. Look, put it back. I gotta go home. Because mm-hmm. I have to use the bathroom. I don't really like using public bathrooms just for the scrutiny that you see in the news of like hidden cameras. I always think yeah, about I that's always thing you gotta worry about. Look up in the ceiling. Like, okay, is somebody looking at me? Is somebody recording me? Is somebody mm-hmm. watching me? And then you're right. Mm-hmm. The cracks that's <clears throat> in between the hinges of the door, uh-uh. I yeah. just feel like somebody looking at me white or whatever. So I'm just like, okay, I'll mm-hmm. hang my um my pocketbook up. Yeah. To try to cover the, it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on my jacket. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> put the curtains up so they won't see me. <laughs> exactly. But, Because, yeah. I mean, cause it, look, you don't know who out there, yo. People... I, mean, Love. I I Love. don't mean to change the topic, but, you know, the whole R. Kelly documentary, <laughs> you know I was going there. So, yes, you definitely uh, got to be careful about yes. where well, you using the bathroom at, baby. Uh, Please go home. <laughs> yes, definitely. Because I know a lot of times I'll, like, I'll take my shirt or whatever, and I'm trying to wipe. I'll just hold my shirt out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just very conscious about that. I know, yeah. Yeah. I'm it's just the sad world we live in. So. Yeah, yeah. It's but crazy. actually, at my job now they they turned ghetto. They some I don't know if the company did it or uh-huh. some employee did it, but they got duct tape on the on the cracks poles, on the cracks of the store. Please. Yes. So I was yeah. like thank you. <laughs> right. I, look, I wasn't mad about it. This is not for advertising yeah. like I wasn't mad about it. Cuz you know, you got some people that go in there and think they at the house. Oh yeah. You know. And I'm like, come on now. I got a good scenario. So I was at <laughs> I was at McDonald's I had to use the bathroom, and it's one of those situations, y'all, where I could not go home, because yeah. I was nowhere near home, and so I went to go use the bathroom, all right, I don't, I didn't have ass gaskets, so I had to, like, do the little <laughs> strong lids, and, uh, you know, do my thing, and I'm listening to, like, the, you know, the conversation that's oh. going on in the bathroom, me personally, don't talk to me while I'm using the bathroom, like, let oh, me do no, my thing, one no. exactly, and get out, but I was, like, in the middle stall, and there was somebody on the left and the right side of me. And oh, they were together. God. And they was having a full-blown a conversation. conversation. And one mm-hmm. girl was doing the number two. I'm like, can you please zip, oh, <laughs> oh zip your lips while you are taking care of your business? And then they're like, huh? What'd you say? Huh? Oh, my God. And you in the middle of all of that. And so I'm sitting there flushing like 20 times so they can't hear you. <laughs> You're being petty. <laughs> You're being mad petty. Like, Please. Have your conversation after you wash your hands. Yeah, like come on now, <laughs> that just nasty. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna go either until um, I don't know, unless I can't really go no more. Yeah, but yeah, I'd rather try to hold it too because public uh, yeah. bathrooms is. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's like Ricky Smiley. He says like when he goes stay at hotels and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude brings sheets. Um, he brings sheets, the whole bed attire. Mm-hmm. Like, but when you, you think about it, you really don't know what goes on in these places, you know? I know. But is this the risk that you take? You I know, know, I know. I'll normally take, like, a pillow. I'll take mm-hmm. my own pillow with my own pillowcase. That's case. my husband. He always yeah. takes a pillow. And then I'll take, um <clears throat> like, a cover that I may use in a car, say if mm-hmm. I'm in a backseat. I'll put that over top of yeah. the covers, and then I'll mm-hmm. just wrap up in it like a yeah. hot dog or something. Yeah. I'll do that. It's kind of hard for me to get into a, a hotel bed with, like, my night clothes on mm-hmm. because I'm like I hope something is not crawling on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. So, it it is yeah. a weird feeling. You're thinking
1: all these things like Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. And you can't help but to think it. Yeah. But Ian friends packing
0: friends now. It's one thing. If you don't mind shaking and baking it in the the beginning of the relationship. However, if you have sex with a person early on, it doesn't necessarily mean equal commitment you may want a relationship but he may not want a relationship or vice versa now it could end up in a possible romance if the person really like you the way that you like them see y'all had my baby in the back I told you I gotta do what I gotta do all right so the next thing is overshare the relationship Alright, so this is what I mean by that. You go on Facebook you update your status to married. Honey, you ain't married to this man. He probably already married. I'm just joking. But you you're speaking too fast. You know you're supposed to speak things into existence. But come on now. You're gonna make the man run away by moving so fast. Alright? Thank you. Don't overshare the relationship. Test the waters first. Do you go and buy a car off the lot and say, hey, ooh, I like this car. It's pretty. I like the color. I like the way it smells when it cranks up. Do you just go buy it? No, you go down the road. All right? Thank you.
1: Ian Friends Podcast.
0: Same way, nothing changed. You know, people say when you get married, things change. It really didn't do that for us because we had already said that we weren't going to change. You know, we were going to stay the same people who we were. Mm-hmm. And we pretty much did. Yeah. You know, so that's the good thing. But last night we went out and we saw Lunel at the comedy show. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of y'all may say oh, Lunelle, I'm about to see no Look, you I love... You like Lunel when you say that. I, <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> she's Lunelle. country. See, you know Lunel? Lunell she like, is... She's funny the bad bitch of comedy yeah Yeah. she's like one of those old school like with (laughs) DL Hughley with Cedric Mm -hmm. um she's like from that era um like when Williams and stuff came out Mm -hmm. yeah she's like one of those Mm And, um, but Lunell is cool. I follow her on Instagram. I really like her and she will respond back to you. Say something to you. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Like really Cheryl, Cheryl Underwood <laughs> does too. Like it Cheryl is. Underwood responds to everybody and she follows everybody who follow her. Mm, like yeah, she sure does. Is. So, um, it was dope. You know, my husband took me out there because he know that I like Lunell. Ian
1: Friends Podcast. Ian, Ian and Friends in a lot of ways because.
3: They don't get into a lot of the classic blues and jazz and classic gospel. Yes. Stuff. they don't get into that as much as they used to and americans are very fickle in their taste meaning once something on is now. over it's over we ain't we're not messing with that right now okay we did that but now we doing this yeah you know and then i feel yeah, like in other nations cool. especially in europe uh for some for a lot of the jazz singers that are current today that i follow um when they go to places, when they go to Europe and stuff like that, they put on a full-on tour like they Beyonce. I mean, they literally go overseas, and the people overseas are like waiting outside. They standing in line, and they like, oh, Baby, when I yeah, get in here she's gonna sing the they're autumn Leaves. <laughs> I can't wait to start crying. Like they like they love this. You go to yeah. you go to Asian markets and they're just like, oh my gosh, she about to come in here and sing Autumn Leaves. She's was, gonna sing with a different. of They know these songs and right. they still act like these songs came out yesterday. I have some local artists that um uh, right now they they go overseas every year now. They um uh, they went to France for the first time, performed, and got, that got band. so much love. Then they went to uh, um India. Perform, got love to a point now. They doing a full fledged tour overseas, right? Where he, where the artist I just interviewed him on my podcast, his name is Theo Lodge. He just got a write up, oh, for an overseas festival where they talk majority about him, but then also sent it to the states. Now people around here are like, oh shit, like nah, he's popping over there, right? They live in Florida, right? He's popping over there, and they don't. Uh, Americans literally won't have any concept of these people. Like Christian Sands, yep. Cecil McLaurin. They literally don't have mm-hmm. that much of a concept with these people. But then not understand these people are going overseas and they're like rock stars. Mm-hmm. People are just like, oh my God. Sure
0: they are she's coming anyway, here to
3: sing, yeah. oh my gosh, this is major. Mm-hmm. And I just I feel like it is a lost opportunity for us. And I, it's especially bittersweet for me being black, because I feel like as people that have created all modern art forms mm-hmm. musical
1: e and friends pack yes. e friends <laughs> uh, I mean,
3: I mean it, well you know what but it speaks to a larger thing right. because when we talk about black people and affordable housing and things like that we have to limit it to certain areas because it's not a blanket it's not a blanket conversation because I do feel like sometimes it really just is geographically yeah it, it's expanding so when it's yeah. first expanding geographically it's not going to be like it now Nightdale is unique in the sense that they have million-dollar homes there. They have mm-hmm. mansions. Many are popping up everywhere. If you go in front of uh, Old Bethlehem, Bethlehem Road where the church is, these million-dollar homes so beautiful. They're so gorgeous. And people are expanding into moving out into these areas because people want to, let's just face it, if you have children, you know, and I raise children, and I tell you, you don't want, you don't want your kids to be in no place where You feel like they're not safe. It's enough trying to keep them safe from the the children they go to school with. That's
0: why us, we work as hard as we do. Why? Because we don't want them to grow up you know, mm-hmm. watching her back all the time. That's Correct. why we spend all Correct. this money to live where we live right. so they can feel safe and we can feel safe knowing that they are right. safe. Right. The battle
3: there's already a battle inside the home uh-huh. to keep you away from social media and keep you away from the stuff that comes on the T V screen. Mm-hmm. It's even worse when I got to go outside and stop the town prostitute from giving you candy. <laughs> and not because she's doing anything wrong by yeah. necessarily giving you candy, yeah. but it's about I don't want you watching this woman yeah. perusing up and down the street
2: yeah. showcasing yeah. her wares and I don't
3: have no issue with you being a prostitute when my kids see you walking down there with a miniskirt and all types that. of weather and they saying, well so and so looks pretty everyday, she yeah, just no. walks up and down the street yeah. baby that ain't all she does well I don't have time to explain that to you and I cannot tell you what she really does and then you know what, and then you leave your children yeah. the, the bad part about not explaining stuff to your children that's in their plain sight is that you leave them to their own devices and when yeah. you leave them to their own devices yeah. you got other parents out. that don't care there's always been parents that yeah. don't care, I don't care how good of area you live in your children will always go to school with parents that don't Mm -hmm. care white people Mm -hmm. affluent Mm -hmm. people that affluent Mm -hmm. people of all ethnicities Mm -hmm. that go to these so-called rich schools Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. private schools you always have parents that don't care their children Mm -hmm. one wild Mm -hmm. and rampant and their children know everything known to man Mm -hmm. i tell you like (laughs) even now i remember when i um i didn't know anything about sex like that i think I mean, I got to middle school and people was like having sex. I'm like, wow. But <laughs> the point is no, this: we, I, my parents <laughs> were definitely. We could not watch rated R movies growing up. My father was. We are not watching no a rated R movie. Mm-hmm. My mother and father had movies as far as your eyes can see but we <laughs> never touched those rated R movies even when they were not home because right. we were not supposed to watch those things i had not seen friday oh, yeah, no, i used to watch hbo
1: at night right at of, so night i had sleep like, like right. <laughs> i have not seen
3: i had not people seen friday till i was 18. <laughs> i had not seen the movie the movie friday i forgot you y'all. i had not known that till i was 18 yeah. i had seen friday you know one thing is my like I said, my dad in the '90s to watch Radar movies. So when I could watch a lot of this stuff, I still not going back and watch a lot of these movies because now I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I watch a lot of classic yeah. movies now. You can't pry me away from TCM most of the time. But oh, the man. point is, so now now I don't really care. But I feel like it's hard to get your kids to block them away from a lot of mm-hmm. stuff that they would see. Like, my father, you know, just my coming of age, being a gay man, you know, my father would try to stop me from, mm. you know, looking at gay stuff on the internet. But, he, you know, yeah. he couldn't really stop that because he yeah. figured, you know, you're just going to explore. You're going to, you are who you are. You're going to explore it. Fine, you know, yeah. so they always knew, per se. My father would always tell my mother, your son's gay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my mom would be like, no, he's not. And my daddy would be like, yes, he is. But I, I mean, but. Ian
1: Friends, Ian Friends. Wow. It wasn't worth it. It was, it was literally the same thing.
0: Like, you're uh-huh. repeating history at that point. Like, okay. I've moved on. I've grown up a little bit, yeah. at least at that point. It's like what she said earlier. It's in the past. Let it stay in the past. Uh-huh. Good yeah. night. Exactly. <laughs> well, I speak for myself. So, um, I'm single. And, um That's whoop, not a great She's single, guys. Single. Single. Absolutely not, single. not available. Single. Check her out on, on social, not, social media. Ab- absolutely not available. Single, but not available. Um, I'm available. Unless you got a beard. <laughs> so <big>. oh, uh, <laughs> Are you in that beard group? Anselwages. And she is it <laughs> nice school beards so Like like It all, gotta be full like dark diggity yeah. dog. Like, like Aubrey Darby. Graham yes. Like Aubrey Graham freaking beards. Have right? all your hair. <laughs> but can I make a special request? Can okay. you please have a little bit of gray in your beard? That's all. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. 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 Right. I like gray. Like I like gray. Right. Okay. Grace, Lizzle, I, I, I like gray. Gray is wisdom, man. I like gray. Y'all got to grow right. up, yeah. Yeah. okay? I like gray. I like it. I like like it. What are you talking about? I'm oh, talking all four. I love gray. Okay. That's it, right. I'm right. okay. with a 45-year-old. Nah, no, niggas. What? No. I already said I passed that age. <laughs> <laughs> but no, really. Because I'm single, you will have like exes reach out to you through social media you'll post like a fine Aww. pic or whatever and they'll be like hey babe of what's course. up right. and i'm very guilty of like playing the whole hey <laughs> just because they miss <laughs> you the same no, shit it, i was doing yeah it's like you yeah, don't even yeah, mean yeah, it but you dead. just be fucking with them like hey uh-huh. hey
3: okay. i'm to see you tomorrow <laughs> they
0: call you tomorrow he's like uh. I'm the wet.